is Donna Peters back for season four of the award-winning Me Sweet podcast. Here we continue to shine a mic on career-driven, life-minded professionals, sharing our wins and our warts as we cultivate the role we want work to play in our lives. Putting work to work for us, as I like to say. Let's get in there. On this episode of The Me Suite, we are going to be talking to a strategist who puts life at the center of all of her decisions. Her name is Jessica Hartley, and we're going to learn a lot. Jessica, welcome to The Me Suite. Oh, Donna, thank you so much for having me. I was so honored for you to invite me to be a guest on your show. I've been following your show for a while and just you've had some amazing guests. And so I am honored to be part of that lineup. So thank you for having me. I actually hunted (laughs) you down because I had been stalking you on social media and you had posted several things that really were speaking to me. Before we dive into those topics, could we start where we start with our amazing people in the me suite and start with your core values? I love that that's a starting point because for me, when I think about ethics, when I think about morals, when I think about values, those are things that are core to any individual, whether they recognize them or not. I am honest, open, and transparent always. But for me, that is something that is so core that, you know, when we think about this idea of uh, radical candor and Mm. feedback, both giving and receiving feedback, Mm -hmm. it is something that is really core to how I operate in my life, how I operate with my children and my family, and how I bring that to work every day. Um, And that is something that I think for me really, truly drives me forward every day. And what I look for in people who I partner with and work with and what I look for in the culture and values of organizations that I work in. Yeah. And let's talk about work for a moment. I introduced you as a strategist, but specifically Mm -hmm. you are a strategist in the digital branding design and technology space, correct? Yes, that is correct. I have spent all of my career uh, in digital started out, you know, 22 years ago uh, at a startup when startups were failing and everybody was like, is digital really a thing? And hello, (laughs) look at where we are today. (laughs) That's kind of funny. They must have thought that you were also a risk taker then, right? They thought, what is Jessica doing? I think risk with guardrails, you uh-huh. know, so you as much as you know and can plan for the unexpected. Um, but yes, very much a little bit of um, let me try and see. And if I fail, at least I fail forward, you know. All right. You're getting right into the heart of why I wanted to spend some time with Jessica Hartley. <laughs> so basically, you were talking about risk and really about choices, that you had made. And one of the pieces that you had posted that was really singing to me was about life is choices. Life is about choices. This resonated with me a lot because my mantra is options are power. Could you say a little bit more about why does that phrase mean so much to you and how are you out there speaking and helping business professionals think about choices? Yes, I can. And ultimately, it's this idea of, you know, as you center yourself, um, 
you know, you really have the choice for what happens, what doesn't happen, uh, and how you respond. Mm. And ultimately, it is about how you respond. I used to say a lot, you know, you understand the core and base of a person when they are under stress and in crisis, uh, right? Uh, there's the running joke of like somebody, you know, wins the lottery and or gets all this power and they go crazy and are, um, you know, mean and rude and, and all of these things. And it's like, well, that was always there. Uh-huh. You don't just manifest these new things. Those are core to their to your being. And so when it comes to life, mm-hmm. um, when we think about choices, whether it's career, whether it's family. Um, Yes, there are only certain things that we can control, um, but it is also about how we respond to those things. And you can choose to see things in a negative light, in a, um, you know, everything sort of doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. Not that you have to be completely optimistic. I absolutely consider myself to be a realist more than anything else. But even the lens in which you view a very awful situation will affect what you learn from it, what you take from it, mm. and how you decide to move forward. Yeah. So I want to take this, the positive and the negative side of life is about choices. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular choice, a decision that you have made in your life where you went, dang, Jessica, you got that one right. You did great. <laughs> like many people of color, In corporate America, I was sort of hitting a bit of what I perceived to be a ceiling. And I had a lot of mentors, but I didn't have any sponsors. Uh And I got to the point where I said, do I need to leave and exit the organization? What does that look like? Where do I go? Uh And I got a call from an agency where, uh, where I'm currently working. And that was really sort of my next step. And I had to interrogate, you know, I wrote a post on LinkedIn, you said, take the leap. And I, and that was a leap that I had to take, you know, a decision, a choice that had to be made. And it was Mm -hmm. huge. It was a big deal to change careers, change jobs, go back into agency. We relocated to Portland, Oregon. Wow. I am moving to a new place that I've never lived before with my family yeah. uh, for a new opportunity. So it wasn't just one choice. Right. It was a choice that had multiple choices connected to it. Right. So the weight of yeah. that choice, it was huge. But for me to step out of that comfort zone a little bit of yeah. comfort and familiarity, and I know the people and the players, stepping into a larger leadership and people manager role Mm -hmm. was huge for me. Mm -hmm. That was something really important for me to get the opportunity to do reporting directly into the CEO and the C-suite and having a seat at the executive leadership table. But it was the opportunity to affect change Mm -hmm. on a scale that uh, you could feel and see that impact every day. And the best decision that I ever made. Wow. In terms of my career. Yeah, absolutely. Do you use some sort of a framework or a rubric Mm -hmm. to make decisions like that? And even to help make the decision about what is your next best move in your career? Do you have a way to filter these things out beyond your core values? That is such a great question. I definitely engage in goal setting. Ah, 
you know, I think about being a strategist. Yes. Uh, you know, we have these frameworks and sort of, you know, you take all the data and the insights and inputs and then you sort of say, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And I look at all of the impacts, you know, so it could be as easy as pros and cons. But usually my approach to that is very much a bit of a roadmap in that, you know, I'll laugh like coding, like if this, then what? Love it. How am I sort of thinking about obviously the positive outcomes and the things that I want to achieve, but also what could be the implications of those things? And, And then that's where you get into the prioritization of what am I trying to achieve? What is most important to me? And in this case, me and my family, mm-hmm. and how am I going to proceed? And I'm a Virgo, so I am queen of lists <laughs> okay. and list making. You know, so I, I can show you 15 notebooks that I have where I, you know, for different things, there's one for work and there's one for my small business and there's one for big ideas and book ideas and, you know, creative ideas. Um, but part of it is also, just documenting along the way, because what I found is that particularly when you think about career shifts or big uh-huh. life moments, we don't document. And sometimes just thinking it is not enough. Yeah. Just saying it is not enough. You have to write it down. Nice. And a few years ago, I had the, I've had a lot of really amazing mentors across my career. Mm-hmm. And one of my mentors said to me, You know, it wasn't just a stereotypical question of, you know, where do you want to see your career go or what do you where where do you want to be in five years? He said, where what where do you want to be when you retire? Okay. He was like, (laughs) oh, that's a big question. Where do I want to be when I retire? Mm -hmm. And I said, well. I want to be in the C-suite. He's like, that's not enough. What is that? And I was like, Mm. well, if I think about what excites me, is that chief experience officer, uh, maybe chief even people officer, chief marketing officer, chief digital officer. So in the world, and he said, okay, that gives you the North Star. Yeah. He was like, that's that's your vision. So that's where you want to be. And I have dreams after that of board service. So, you know, but like in terms of sort of of the peak, Mm -hmm. map out what how you get there. Okay. And that was part of the journey for me as I was making the decision about what I needed to do next in the time frame. Because yes, I could stay longer and, and continue to move on. But for me, acceleration was really important for me as part of my career as well. But that journey, that sort of line, what's the thread that mm-hmm. every role, every decision, or most of them that you're making as part of your career, how are you doing that? And connected to that journey, um, I had the amazing opportunity to be part of a leadership development program by ITSMF, which is um, the Information Technology Senior Management Forum. Nice. A ba- amazing organization focused on Black uh, technology professionals and executives uh, under the amazing Dr. Reginald Turner, his Management Academy program. Mm-hmm. But that was also a catalyst for me in saying, You need to develop your own personal brand that is not connected to where you work. But how do you stand up without the names of those companies? Mm -hmm. When we think about morals, ethics, and values, do people know what you stand for if I don't know where you work, if I don't care about where you work? 
And so that coincided with me coming to where I am today, a small organization that doesn't have the massive multi-million dollar marketing engine. It doesn't have lots of opportunities for conferences and speak. You know, those are things that I had to say, oh, wow. I'm going to have yeah. to go, you know, hunt and yeah. feed and grow myself. <laughs> this is different. On, you know, get my shovel and, and, and start planting some seeds. And so that for me has also been a choice. Yeah. I made that choice. I could, you know, leave my LinkedIn outdated and I could say, I'm not going to do these extra things. I'm not going to put myself out there. I could, I could have made that choice, but I, I knew that wasn't going to serve me and that goal to get to the C-suite. Well, I'll tell you what I love about this, and I've taken many notes here. One of the foundations of the me-suite is to live our lives, our own personal lives, like C-suites lead, the companies we most admire. Mm. And you've been bringing into this conversation all these corporate C-suite disciplines with examples of how you've applied it to your own life. So obviously you're a strategist, you're a strategist in the branding area, and you've mentioned things like you did goal setting, you developed a roadmap, you had a forum for prioritization, you gave it a time frame. And then of course you mentioned just now the personal branding, which is a, a corporate activity of branding you're bringing into the personal space. So basically you, I don't have a, a poster yet for the me suite but if i had a me suite poster <laughs> i would need you on it because you yes, you just illustrated exactly the point take all of those disciplines that we see leaders doing at the companies we most admire and apply them to the way that we are leading our own personal lives so just thank you for that example i, yes. I just love and everything can I about add it one more please what would it be so the last piece I would add is people okay. and support. Okay. And you can't do it alone. Ah. Uh, right? So okay. that's the last piece because everything I also said is very sort of personal, introspective in a lot of uh-huh. ways, but you cannot do it alone. And it is not always about you. Mm. And oftentimes in service to others, in support to others. Okay further helps you as well. And what do I mean by that? So it's all of the things, the things that you talked about that I said. So even making the, about uh, leaving one organization, Mm -hmm. going to another, I had mentors within the organization that were coaching and guiding me. And I even had a couple that were like, this is, I would, I hate to lose you here, but this is the right thing for you in your career. So it is very much about how do you, move forward, not by yourself? Mm -hmm. How do you create your own community of life-minded, ethical, moral, valued, principled people um, who are not only just supporting you, but believe in you and the potential that you have? And that is something that I think I would put a period on, which is I did not get here by myself. My partner was here. My family was here. Mentors, sponsors along the way, people in my network. Mm -hmm. I am a community. There is a collage and a mosaic that makes up Jessica Hartley. It is not just me by myself. Wow. All right. Well, I'm not going to put a period on that one. I'm going to give you an exclamation (laughs) point. How about that? I love it. Yeah, I love it. I am a community. That might have to be the title of this episode. So I mentioned earlier that I stalked you for several reasons. One of them was about this beautiful summary of life is about choices. Mm -hmm. 
You have said that DE&I is not a program and it's not an mm-hmm. initiative. It's a way of life. What does that look like for me to show yes. up? So, you know, I've seen people post and say, well, I treat everybody fairly and equitably at work. I mm-hmm. get great reviews and everything at work. And, you know, for me in the back of my head, the question is always, well, what happens at home? Okay. What happens when you go home for Thanksgiving or the holidays? Okay. Your cousins or your grandmother or somebody says something that is racist or homophobic. How are you showing up in those moments? Mm. It is another thing to see somebody at work and sit across the lunch table to engage and be wonderful. But as we know, oftentimes we wear the mask that grins and lies. How we show up at work is slightly Mm. different than how we show up at home. But for a lot of us, you know, we talk about code switching for people of color and LGBTQ. White people can code switch as well. People who have problems and challenges and issues also code switch. Uh, It is just in a way that is not allies. And so when I talk about how you're living your life, it is me having conversations with my children in the car about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Not just that that's not appropriate, but, you know, if you hear someone saying those words in that way, Mm -hmm. let me help you understand the history of it in a way that children will understand. But let me help you also understand the impact. So it's not just about how you're showing up at work. It is also about how you're showing up at home. What does your friend circle look like? How are you communicating out and supporting in the community? Because if you are a different person at home, if you don't uphold these values and morals and ethics that you support at work, it still seeps its way in. It's so really, really important for me to make sure I'm speaking up. But there was plenty of times in my career where I didn't speak up um, because I was scared or I was, I made the choice. Mm -hmm. I made the choice not to speak up because of the consequences that I feared. Mm -hmm. And so it is a journey and you have to interrogate. And I think the other piece is, again, going back to that hot, being honest, open and transparent also means that piece around feedback, not just giving it, but receiving it. Okay. And being open that when somebody calls you out or checks you out, your immediate is, I'm not racist. I'm not homophobic. Oh Mm -hmm. my God. You know, it's like, okay, let me pause. We just have to constantly be open and aware Mm -hmm. and adjust as we need to. I mean, that's what evolution is about. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, we don't go get from tadpoles to frogs overnight. It takes time. Yeah. You are also doing something else for the world that I want to shine a mic on here as we close. (laughs) You are launching your own podcast and it's called Hustle, Grind, Shine and Reignite with Jessica Hartley. Tell me, what is the goal for your podcast? I was looking around, like really, truly, when we talk about branding and all these things, Mm -hmm. at amazing, just awesome Women, women of color, non-binary individuals in my, just in my network, people that I know that have just had great careers. Yeah. So they might not be the bright and shiny objects. Some are in the C-suite, some are not. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, wouldn't it be great to give these individuals an opportunity to share their story? Yes. Provide a platform for inspiration. Yes. You know, uh, it is intended for them to share their personal journey, their career journey, 
to share of like the highs and the lows, the triumphs and the tribulations. Mm-hmm. And so we cover these topics and more. And it's just been a delight to talk with so many women, some of who I've known for years, some, some yeah. who I've just met recently and give them an opportunity and a platform to share their story as well. So well, I so will thankful. absolutely have the link to the podcast in the show notes here. And I think you're, you're Jessica Hartley for a reason. And heart is just at the soul of everything that you're doing. And I congratulate you on your successes and thank you for giving back to others. This is Jessica Hartley, everybody, in the Me Suite. Thank you, Donna, for the time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for spending time in the Me Suite. If you have ideas for topics you'd like discussed this season, contact me at themesuite.com or on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. And remember, five-star ratings and reviews keep us alive out here. They really do make a difference.